Begin now. Kind of a weird show tonight as we have a uh, shortened show, but you got to hear Vern tonight as well, which is a good night. Is my mic on? Are we good? We're good? All right. Sounded weird in here. Shortened show tonight. We're on until 9 o'clock, so it's a two-and-a-half-hour show, not a three-hour show. Thanks, Vern. I'm just kidding. 913-586-7610. I saw some calls that were up that didn't get actually, uh, that were going in as Vern was going off the air. This opening segment is yours. What do you want to talk about? What is on your mind? 913-586-7610. Isaac and Dusty with you until 9 o'clock. We will dive into a bunch of stuff tonight. R.I.P. to Terry Funk. We'll get into the out of left field question at 8 o'clock. How am I going to get a phone call at right when I hit the air? Scam likely. How many scam likelies do you get a day on your phone? Maybe I just need to stop looking at bad websites. You don't know what kind of websites it is, Isaac. You don't have to give me that that look, that that dad look. I it, that's just my face, man. I got a dad look twenty four seven. I said bad websites, and I think you immediately went to porn. Nah, bro. Okay. Never. Okay. Just always get a scam. Likely, I just want to answer those phone calls and just scream as loud as I can. I don't know the last time I've screamed. Nine one three five eight six seven six ten. It's your opportunity. So many people say, I never get to call in. I never get to have a topic that's on my mind. It's always your mind. I have to listen to it and react. Now's your time. 913-586-7610. Big Bobby Witt hit on the $10 DraftKings free bet anytime home. Run today, Dustman, free money. Oh, don't worry. We're going to get into Bobby Witt Jr. Because, you know, we always do it. We always do. He does something great. We get into it. That's just at the 7 o'clock hour. From the 816, Dusty, can you trade Chris Jones to the Colts for Jonathan Taylor? Or how about the Bears for a first-round pick and some Miller High Life? Oh, we'll get into Chris Jones, too. Because I found out yesterday a lot of people were just really upset with Chris Jones and myself and the Chiefs. Like, I don't know whose side people are on. I'm confused. What side are you on? 913-586-7610. Because a lot of people, 816. Trade Chris Jones. Go after Aaron Donald, who's been paid and wants to win. I thought he had a Super Bowl. Does he want to win? Do you know he wants to win? 816. Let's talk about how the Royals now have a pretty decent rotation in a terrible bullpen. Second worst in baseball. Number one, the team they played today. Cole Reagans, how you doing? 100 mile an hour gas on that last pitch. Striking out more people in the month of August than anybody else. I like Cole Reagans. I like Cole Reagans a lot. Let's go out to Sean. Sean, go ahead. You're on the air. Hey, how's it going, man? Doing well. How are you, sir? I'm doing pretty good, brother, man. Can't complain, can't complain. But, yeah, I want to talk about this Chris Jones thing, man. Yeah, onward. So, so, so I, the way I feel about the whole thing, man, is honestly, like, it's, it's too much back and forth with the whole situation, man, like, and to just get rid of the stress, I feel like let him play out his track contract the rest of the season. Go ahead, do what you do or whatever. Let's go ahead and push for another Super Bowl. Get the best. I mean, if you want this a contract year for you, do what you got to do. Make your best little contract or whatever. Then 
we go ahead and start looking for your replacement as of now. Get it out the way or whatever. So, Brad Veach, go ahead and get the uh, scouts on the part or whatever, man, so we can go ahead and uh, keep it moving, man, so get these uh, championships going on. Sean from KC, appreciate the phone call. Let your opinion be heard. 913-586-7610. I'm sure Carrington's had people take calls. I'm sure Cody and Gold maybe had people take calls. I just want to know what your opinion is because when I was driving home last night, there were other things that had me distracted. But the one thing that was going through my mind is that I didn't really know which side of the, of the spectrum people were on when it comes to Chris Jones. And I'll get into what Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes had to say today because it seems like every single day that we get a little snippet of something, we take everything we can with it. But, Sean, I'm with you, man. I kind of felt like Sean might have been from Louisiana. Speaking of the swamp, I want to get into 645. I want to get into something that made me very irritated, that I was really hyped up for, that really let me down. But the thing about this is I just really want to know what side of the fence you're on. 913-586-7610. And, Sean, I agree, man. Like, I'm at the point now where, because, look, we all know where the Chiefs were. We know where the Chiefs are, and we kind of have a feeling we know where the Chiefs want to go. Because last night, there was a couple of texts on the Jay Southland Toe Service text line that was, hey, we've got money involved in the quarterback. We've got money involved in the offensive line. Where's the rest of the money going? How come nobody else is getting paid? Let's look at who didn't get paid that might have had some sort of contract thing, right? Tyron Matthew. That was over. Right? There were people that were saying, hey, you know, like, you know, I think his time's over here. He's been here. He came here to help win a championship, revive the defense, and now it's over. Gone, plays in New Orleans. That is what it is. It was kind of a sour finish. You look at Tyreek Hill. Allegedly, there was an offer on the table. Then Devontae Adams set the market. Tyreek Hill said, hey, I want to be the top paid. Tyreek Hill's gone. Nobody really seemed really, truly upset with that. And now the Chris Jones saga has happened. And I think the best way that I can describe this is that you have two different sides playing two different narratives. You have the Chiefs, right? I don't know what's going on. He's doing what he's doing. Then you have Chris Jones, who knows people follow him, people tweet with him, and now he's tweeting back at average Joes, right? He's tweeting back at, like, Arrowhead Addict. He's tweeting back at people that might work at this station putting up little subtle hints of it's out of my hands. I love God. And there's nothing wrong with that, but it's like if you don't want people having an opinion, then maybe you shouldn't put things out there that give people the opinion. 913, come on, Chris, just play the play and cement your legacy. And look, I'm like everybody. I think athletes are looked at differently because of three different ways. They're idolized, they're scrutinized, and they're opinionated, right? Like, they're scrutinized because if they're paid a lot and they don't perform, they're hated. If they're wanting money because they're getting close to the end of their, of their, of their career and they don't get it from where maybe they've been, they're out. Well, he just wants too much money. Well, what's too much money in the league? Joey in Manhattan, go ahead. You're on the air. Hey there. First time, long time. You know, on this matter, I just I can't help but be almost completely on Chris Jones' side. I feel like we know what a deal ought to look like. 
Um, he is 29, but I think um, Adams and Hill, although obviously they're different positions, I think they show that, you know, people will pay players at premium positions big money. And so, you know, I think the Chiefs got to get this done. Um, it's going to be a big distraction. And I think uh, we know what the deal is going to look like, something like four years, 100 mil, 110 mil or so, uh, with, you know, maybe 70, 80 guaranteed. And um, I just hope we can get this done and he can play the season. Thanks. Yeah, Joey Manhattan, thanks for being a fun or a longtime listener. Way to get that, way to get that phone call off your chest. Lose that phone in virginity. I like that. I bet it feels good. You got that phone call. Now you go back, you listen to the podcast, you hear how you sound. We'll start hearing from Joey from Manhattan more often. Shout out K-State. E-ball, baby. But no, here's the thing, too, because like this is what's interesting. It seems like almost like a fan base is, is almost kind of like in a civil war, right? Because that's what I was, again, I have a crazy brain. It goes in all sorts of directions, and I never really truly know what I'm honestly thinking. And when you see this franchise, which you have some people that are like, man, I love Chris Jones. I love the Chiefs. I want something to get done right. I think we're all on the same page. But if you truly love Chris Jones, like if you really have a love for Chris Jones, like you go out of your way to be like, man, I love 95, like more than just watching an athlete, then you're wanting him to get paid, which means you should be supporting his holdout. Because if we put all of the stats and all of the, the, the points on his side, right, almost 30, been here a long time, played his ass off, was big in the playoffs last year, we had a, arguably one of his best seasons, if not his best season as a pro, been a leader on defense, been a key person in that locker room, and has been here since this team started to build itself and has won two rings and has probably cemented his legacy within the ring of honor. Okay, that's the side that that is. But then if you go to the other side, right, and you look at what is the Chris Jones side, it kind of parallels those other points. I'm 30 years old almost. I know my time is coming to an end in the league and I need – to get myself paid to take care of myself and my family. And you might be like, oh, he can't take care of his family with $26 million? Sure he could. But we know how the world works. As we get longer on this round planet, the economy and the way that money is, it gets worse and worse and worse, right? We just, we've seen that. And Chris Jones wants his payday. Now, he had the extension before. And there were some feathers ruffled before it got extended. And then now we're here, which if you look at contracts, you know you're going to get to these points, right? And Chris Jones on the business side is about to be 30, plays a taxing position on the body. You've got a franchise that you're trying to be like the Patriots and be consistently good for a while. You want to make this a 10 to 12 year run. You don't want this to be a six to eight year run and run out of options to where it's like, well, we're going to have to give Mahomes an extension, or maybe not an extension, we're going to have to redo his contract. We're going to have to sign this offensive line that has young guys, Trey Smith, Creed Humphrey. We're going to have to give Nick Bolton a contract. What about LeJarius Sneed? What if one of these receivers that they have in this bunch of six to seven actually pans out like a Rasheed Rice? Yeah, I know you have four years of control, 
But eventually, you get in that conversation, and you look at it from a long-standing point, and you get to the end of the day, and you ask your question to your very own self. Do you trust Brett Veach and company? Or do you let your emotions play? Because look, big personality, likable guy, impactful teammate, I get it, it's tough. It's tough to see these things happen, especially close to home. Because you remember Aaron Donald was like, F it, I'll just retire. And the Rams finally buckled down and said, you know what, you're the best defensive tackle we've ever seen. You might be the best defensive tackle that's ever played football. We're going to pay you like it. And then what happened? Somebody put up similar numbers to him, had the same season outcome, and said, hey, I want the same thing. From the 660, if you were a top five in the world, what would you do? You'd want to get paid too. Look, I'm on Chris Jones' side, right? Like, I'm on that side. Like, I am all about athletes doing exactly what they're supposed to do here and get paid. The only thing I disagree upon on Chris Jones is just the vague communication on social media. That's it. I'm not mad that he's trying to get paid. I'm not mad that he's out here trying to let this whole thing happen. We'll get back into Chris Jones. we got to get to a break. On the other side, I want to talk about this new Swamp Kings documentary. I'm an episode in, and that's it. I'm not going to watch any more. I'll explain why. Join us for 610 Day at the K, Tuesday, August 29th, 610 Sports Radio. and then the show will really take off. Somebody from the 316, Werewolf. Look, man, I'm a huge CJ95 fan. But at this point, he's jeopardizing a Super Bowl run, starting to get annoyed. I get his side, get your ass out here. Look, I mean, I'm not going to tell Chris Jones what to do. He already doesn't like me. I know that for a fact because there was, well... It's sarcastic. There was just one day we were out at uh, St. Joe, and the Kona Ice people shut the machine down. He came over, sweaty, said, where's my snow cone? I said, sorry, man, they shut it down. Don't get mad at me. He shook his head in disgust and walked away. But, hey, man, maybe you'll get paid and buy your own snow cone machine. Um, One thing I do want to discuss, because... I don't really understand uh, what's going on here. Because when I heard this promo. College football in the South is way bigger than professional sports. When you come to Florida, football is the world here. Everything is win or loser. Anything less than winning the national title, you're a failure. One, two, three, go down! Florida was not winning. The feeling was that getting Urban Meyer, Florida could restore what they had lost. I needed to build this team. Urban said, I'm going to treat my superstars like superstars, and I'm going to treat my like sh-. They was training like we was going to Iraq. It was unmerciful. Our front seven, they didn't try to hit you. They tried to hurt you. And we were the number one team in the country. 
They walk around like the kings of campus, and that took over. Called it Gaines Vegas. In Gaines Vegas, we party. It's just too much temptation. Another Florida Gator has been arrested. We never got police reports. It ended up just getting fixed. You had never seen a teen that was undefeated be so miserable. People do not know what it's like to give so much to something. 30 minutes for the rest of our lives! That it's everything. Not happening. I'm going to be honest with you. This is Kansas City, so I don't think there's a whole lot of Florida Gators fans out there. But this documentary is terrible. It's not good. And I won't watch every episode. In fact, I'm done watching it. I watched like 45 minutes, which is basically the entire first episode. And I thought to myself, kind of like a lot of other people, Oh, this is going to get into some allegations that happened. I heard the promo. Like, you heard cop sirens. They called it Gaines Vegas. Players were getting arrested. No, no. That's not what it was at all. That's not what it is at all. And, like, I like Carrington. Carrington's one of my good friends. I take a lot of what he says to heart. And he was watching it. And he was done with it, too, after an episode. All they really do... And from everything I've researched and everything I've looked around in, all they really do is tell you how great of a coach Urban Meyer is. They show that he works your ass off. This is a new era of football. And then they show you, oh, you know what's really great? Tim Tebow, you would run through a wall for. I don't need that. I was watching when Tim Tebow played football. Urban Meyer is a scumbag. Let's see him be a scumbag in Florida. And now what do we get? We get four episodes of the same BS. Netflix really missed out on this series of Untold. The Johnny Manziel thing, I think we kind of lied to ourselves and said we liked it. It had so much missing from that. So much. And my thing is with Netflix and the way that they do these things, if I had to give my opinion, is that if you're going to do this, let us know ahead of time that these are rah-rah stories. Like the Jake Paul one was fantastic. If you didn't know who Jake Paul was, like you just thought Jake Paul was, you know, here he is. Here's here's the, the guy that's a boxer. If you didn't know who Jake Paul was and, like, you didn't know that whole background, like, I had no idea that he and his brother hated each other for a certain amount of time. I had no idea that his dad was abusive. I had no idea that he had his brother's ex-girlfriend, they were really close, almost got married, into his videos. Like, I knew that Jake Paul was on Disney. I knew that he went by the problem child. And then I watched the documentary, and I'm like, okay, this was interesting. Like, I don't love Jake Paul. I don't really necessarily root for Jake Paul. But I thought it was great to kind of see how they built that up, showed you where he is, and showed you where he's going. With the Johnny Manziel thing, it's, can we all agree that we probably all watched the Johnny Manziel thing? If you haven't, I'm sorry. Spoiler alert, you're probably going to be disappointed. Like, if you're driving... Did everybody know that Johnny Manziel was a party kid and won the Heisman his freshman year, the first year they were in the SEC at Texas A&M? Yes. Did everybody know they beat Alabama? Yes. 
I mean, the only thing that was really eye-opening in the Johnny Manziel thing is that they lied about his parents owning an oil company or coming from oil money and that his dad was told he needed to fake a heart attack so he could pass a drug test. That was it. They don't really give you any indication of where Manziel is today. They don't show you, like, what he did outside of football to kind of get better, to maybe do where he's at today. Just opens up with he's in the Hall of Fame at Texas A&M. He won the Heisman as a freshman and became this superstar. He got addicted to drugs, contemplated suicide, and then it's over. They missed, and it's it's okay to admit that, but they missed. The Balco one, interesting. There's really not a whole lot you can hide from Balco, right? Like, you know who was doing roids. You know what baseball was in the early or the mid to late 90s. And then there's Florida Gators thing. Like, you think of the title Swamp Kings, right? You think of something like that, it's going to be kind of dirty, kind of gritty, kind of nerve-wracking. Oh, it's also four parts. And then it just falls flat. Do yourself a favor. Go watch Painkiller. Fantastic. Go rewatch Breaking Bad before they take it off Netflix. Fantastic. All better than Swamp Kings. Basically zero Aaron Hernandez stuff. Zero Pouncy Bros. You mean to tell me that there wasn't anything more at Florida that year or those years that Urban Meyer was, you know, this red ass of a coach that was really good for Florida and turned him into a championship contender? Duh. We all watched it. It was just in 07 and 08 and 09. And they failed. They hyped it up. It was great. And this was just a flop. And I think that if Netflix, because like, here's the other thing. The next Netflix series to come out that's big is the Jerry Jones story. And I can already tell you where this is going to go. I can already tell you where this is going to go. It's going to tell you where he came from, Arkansas. It's going to tell you that he's from oil money, rich. It's going to tell you how he built the Dallas Cowboys, how he traded Herschel Walker for three form, for three future Hall of Famers, and how they won three Super Bowls and his relationship with every single head coach. And then it's going to be over. And you're going to do the same thing you're doing now. Why did I watch this? Tell me something I don't know. Now, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe you enjoyed. Maybe you enjoyed Swamp Kings. Because maybe you weren't really focused in on football in 06, 07, 08, and 09 when Florida was Tebow crazy. But if you're a sports fan, you're watching Swamp Kings. Go watch Full Swing. Way better than this. I just don't like that it failed. And maybe that's why I'm a little bit more emotional towards it than anything else. I thought we were going to get like this, hey, here's what happened in college. Tim Tebow knew about this. Tim Tebow knew about that. But Tim Tebow was focused on being a good Christian leader and a good quarterback and trying to win championships. No. You didn't get any of that. You got rah-rah speeches in the locker room that we've all seen on YouTube, we've all seen on Twitter, we've all seen everywhere. Just replayed. I won't watch any more of it. Done with it. 913-586-7610. Again, coming up at 8 o'clock, we'll get into the out-of-left-field question. We'll get more into the Chris Jones on the other side of this. Somebody says the economy from the 816. Question mark, exclamation mark, what? Come on, man. Give me a better argument than that. Why you're not honoring the last year of your contract. Give me a break.
Somebody says from the 91 I kept from the 913, I kept waiting for the episode where the where the shoe dropped and it never happened. Exactly. That's what I'm saying, man. And somebody says, come on, werewolf, you're beside yourself. Calm down just a hair. No, no, man, I'm, I'm not, like, upset. I'm just saying, like, when you advertise something like this, like, especially the timing where Urban Meyer was fondling women, taking different, fun, taking different jets out of, uh, out of Jacksonville. Now, I know this isn't taking place in the time he was in Jacksonville, but damn, Give me an HBO documentary on, on Urban Meyer when he was an NFL coach, and I guarantee you they dive into it. It's like Netflix had somebody over their shoulder and like, no, 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 no. Don't put that in. Don't put that in. Don't, no, 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 no. Don't put that in. We'll, 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 we'll get into that a little bit later. But I'm with you, 913. You're, you're my guy right here. I kept waiting for that sh- episode where the shoe dropped, and it never happened. Yeah. Yeah. I like that person. How is it possible from the eight, from the nine one three that there are podcasts with so much Hernandez dirt and Netflix doesn't say anything? It's like they all knew that we already knew about Aaron Hernandez. No, we knew about Aaron Hernandez when he was murdering people in the pros that had to have started in college. And in fact, there's actual evidence that it did. Where was that? Nine one three five eight six seven six ten. Isaac Dusty, we're here with you all night on six ten Sports Radio. Well, actually, we're here with you until nine p.m. But coming up on the other side, he did it again. We're closer to the number, and my God, we might just get lucky where the stars align. Plus, there were two important people that spoke today about Chris Jones. You could sense there was a little bit of an annoyance there. We'll get back into that on the text line. Again, it's Isaac. It's Dusty. It's six ten Sports Radio. You're listening to After Hours. 